BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. In a new court filing, Special Counsel Jack Smith is pushing back against Trump's proposal to schedule a trial date three years in the future for his federal election interference case. Glenn says an innocent person would want to clear his name and push for an immediate trial. So friends, you probably heard the absurd request by Donald Trump's lawyers to push his trial in Washington, D.C., you know, the one for trying to criminally overturn the results of a presidential election. They try to push that trial two and a half to three years down the road. All the while, Donald Trump yelling and screaming and posting that he's completely innocent and he will be fully exonerated at trial. But I don't want to go to trial for about three years. If you're innocent, and you will be fully exonerated at trial. You want to go to trial tomorrow, if not yesterday. Well, now special counsel Jack Smith is pushing back. Let's start with the new reporting. This from the Washington Post. Headline, Justice Department pushes back against Trump's bid for a 2026 trial in D.C. And that article begins... The Justice Department pushed back on former President Donald Trump's claims that he cannot be ready to go to trial in January on charges that he illegally sought to subvert the results of the 2020 election. A trial in D.C. federal court in April 2026, which Trump's attorneys requested, quote, would deny the public its right to a speedy trial, closed quote, Attorneys working for special counsel Jack Smith wrote in Monday's filing. In arguing for its, the prosecution's, preferred January 2nd, 2024 date, the prosecutors said that they do not intend to use classified information against Trump in this case. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin is expected to set a trial date at a hearing August 28th. If prosecutors get their way, Trump will face two federal criminal trials before the 2024 presidential race in which he is the leading Republican contender. Now, friends, let's have a look at a few select portions of Jack Smith's new court filing pushing back. In the case of United States versus Donald J. Trump, Here is how the government's brief opens. The government submits this reply to aid the court in setting a fair and prompt trial schedule. In service of a proposed trial date in 2026 that would deny the public its right to a speedy trial, the defendant cites inapposite statistics and cases, 
overstates the amount of new and non-duplicative discovery and exaggerates the challenge of reviewing it effectively. For the reasons below, neither the discovery nor any other factor raised by the defense impedes a fair trial on the schedule proposed by the government. And then Jack Smith goes on to debunk or put in accurate context defense claim after defense claim after defense claim as but one example. The defense in its brief says, you know, other cases have taken much longer to get to trial. And in the defense brief, they cite a couple of examples of cases that took a long time to get to trial. And then Jack Smith tells the court the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. The data cited by the defendant, the other cases that took longer to go to trial, the data cited by the defendant spans October 2021 through September 2022, when federal courts were pulling out of a backlog caused by COVID-19 closures. During that period, only 22 cases went to trial nationwide. This small and skewed sample provides no help to the court in deciding an appropriate trial date. And then Jack Smith goes on to debunk something else that the defense attorneys for Donald Trump had put in their earlier filing, urging the court to kick the trial two and a half to three years down the road. They said, well, judge, if you took all the discovery that the government is expected to give us, all the pieces of paper, and you piled them up, they would be taller than the Washington Monument. And they had these little Mickey Mouse mock-ups, little diagrams in their filing with the court, embarrassing as it was. And they said, look, look at how tall this column of paper would be as compared to the Washington Monument. And they made claims like, well, you know, the volume of discovery, if we had to read it all, it would be like us having to read the novel War and Peace, Tolstoy's War and Peace, you know, many times every day between now and January. Yeah, well, Jack Smith was not going to leave that nonsense unaddressed. In cases such as this one, the burden of reviewing discovery cannot be measured by page count alone. And comparisons to the height of the Washington Monument and the length of a Tolstoy novel are neither helpful nor insightful. In fact, comparisons such as those are a distraction from the issue at hand, which is determining what is required to prepare for trial. To accomplish that, the discovery should instead be measured by its relevance, organization, accessibility, searchability, and reviewability. Here, the government has organized and produced materials in a manner designed to ease and expedite the defendant's review and search, which allows for a trial to proceed as the government has proposed. You're beginning to get the picture here, friends. So let's just jump right to the concluding paragraph of Jack Smith's filing. In addition, setting a schedule in this case with deadlines for various disclosures can address many of the defendant's other purported concerns. For instance, the government agrees with the defense suggestion 
that the court may order the government to identify the exhibits sought to be introduced in its case in chief well in advance of trial. The government is prepared to do just that and to comply with any other advance deadline imposed by the court to ensure that this case moves forward expeditiously and fairly. Through reasoned discretionary scheduling orders like these, the court can fairly administer the prompt disposition of this case. Mm. Friends, here's all I want to say about this. In Jack Smith and his team of federal prosecutors, we have a fierce advocate. We have a fierce advocate for a speedy trial. We have a fierce advocate for the rule of law. We have a fierce advocate for the pursuit of justice. And yes, justice matters. And for a very long time, you know, we have been in a desert of accountability. But more and more every day, I really am sensing that we are about to be handed a tall, cool drink. Coming up after the break, one of Trump's employees has flipped on him in the Mar-a-Lago espionage case. Glenn talks about this next on Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math, and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious, and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A Mar-a-Lago employee has changed his testimony and flipped on Trump in the classified documents case. Glenn says this was after he switched to an independent lawyer. So friends, did you see the new reporting about how one of Donald Trump's own 
an insider just flipped against him? So Donald Trump's former IT director at Mar-a-Lago, a guy named Yusil Tavares, had been represented by a MAGA lawyer, a lawyer who was being paid with Trump PAC funds. And the minute Tavares wiggled out from under that representation and got himself an independent lawyer, somebody who was actually looking out for his interests, Tavares flipped on Trump and company. Now I want to start with the recent reporting and then I want to try to translate anything that may need to be translated from you know lawyer speak to English. But let's start with the new reporting. This from the Daily Beast. Headline, Jack Smith reveals Trump employee flipped after ditching MAGA lawyer. And that article begins, a former maintenance worker at Mar-a-Lago, now mind you, you're going to hear Mr. Tavares referred to in a number of ways, by his name, or as a former maintenance worker, or as the director of IT, a position to which Donald Trump promoted him. You'll also hear him referred to as Trump employee number four. That's the way he's referred to in the indictment. A former maintenance worker at Mar-a-Lago, now being eyed as a key witness to an attempt to conceal evidence from the government, retracted his grand jury testimony after switching lawyers. Prosecutors and special counsel Jack Smith's office said in a Tuesday filing. The unidentified staffer, named only as Trump employee four in the filing as well as in the indictment, but suspected to be Yusil Tavares, who oversaw the club's security camera system, initially told a grand jury that he hadn't been privy to any attempt to delete security footage. But after dumping his lawyer, Stanley Woodward, for another attorney offered up by the Federal Public Defender Service in Washington, D.C., Tavares quickly reversed course. Quote, immediately after receiving new counsel, Smith's office said in the filing, Tavares retracted his prior testimony and provided information that implicated Trump and his two alleged co-conspirators in efforts to delete security camera footage. Okay, friends, let's break this down. Let's make it simple. You have this MAGA lawyer, Stanley Woodward, who's being paid with Trump PAC money, representing two people. He's representing defendant Walt Nauda, Donald Trump's self-described body man. And he's also representing Mr. Tavares. Mr. Tavares is referred to sometimes as the director of IT at Mar-a-Lago. Sometimes he's referred to as Trump employee number four. That's his designation in the indictment. And here is just a snippet of what Jack Smith put in his court filing about this potential problem, this potential conflict with Woodward representing witnesses who could potentially incriminate one another and incriminate Donald Trump. The investigation, that being the grand jury's criminal investigation into Donald Trump's documents, crimes, and obstruction of justice, the investigation gathered evidence that Trump and Walt Nauda 
endeavored to obstruct the investigation by the grand jury sitting in the District of Columbia. Trump employee Carlos de Oliveira, now a charged co-defendant, tried to enlist the Director of Information Technology for Mar-a-Lago, identified in the superseding indictment as Trump employee for Mr. Tavares, to delete Mar-a-Lago security footage after the grand jury in D.C. had issued a subpoena for the footage. The government, that is the prosecutors, informed Mr. Woodward that his concurrent representation of Trump employee number four, that would be Tavares, and defendant Nauta raised a potential conflict of interest. And Mr. Woodward responded that he did not have reason to believe that his concurrent representation of Tavares and Nauta raised a conflict of interest. So what happens next, friends? This lawyer, Mr. Woodward, lets one of his clients, Mr. Tavares, go into the grand jury, be placed under oath, and lie, and tell lies that end up protecting Woodward's other client, Walt Nauta, and protecting Donald Trump. Think about it. This lawyer is being paid with Trump PAC money, and he lets one of his clients go in and lie, and those lies have the effect of protecting Woodward's other client? You know, we have a term for this. It's called conflict of interest for dummies. So what happened next? Well, not surprisingly, Jack Smith was not just going to accept Mr. Tavares' lies to the grand jury. So he again says to his attorney, Woodward, you have a conflict, sport. Probably didn't say sport. But you have a conflict. You can't sacrifice one of your clients to protect another one of your clients or to protect Donald Trump for that matter. And apparently, Woodward's position was, oh no, just watch me. So what did Jack Smith do? He did something that I did a number of times when I was a federal prosecutor. He filed a motion with the chief judge in federal court in Washington, D.C., who has supervisory responsibility over the grand jury in D.C., Chief Judge Boesberg, to have competent, conflict-free counsel appointed to represent and advise Mr. Tavares, to, to look out for Mr. Tavares's interests, not Walt Nauta's and not Donald Trump's. And what happened then? Let's go back to Jack Smith's court filing. Chief Judge Boesberg made available independent counsel, the first assistant in the Federal Public Defender's Office for the District of Columbia, to provide advice to Trump employee for Mr. Tavares regarding potential conflicts. On July 5, 2023, Mr. Tavares informed Chief Judge Boesberg that he no longer wished to be represented by Mr. Woodward and that, going forward, he wished to be represented by the first assistant federal defender. And here's the important part, friends. Immediately after receiving new counsel, conflict-free counsel, counsel not paid for by MAGA world, counsel who had Mr. Tavares's 
interests at heart, not Walt Nauta's, not Donald Trump's. Immediately after receiving new counsel, Mr. Tavares, Trump employee four, retracted his prior false testimony and provided information that implicated Nauta, de Oliveira, and Trump in efforts to delete security camera footage as set forth in the superseding indictment. And there you have it, friends. You get a conflict-free attorney, not one being paid for by Trump world or Trump PACs, and you start singing like a bird. You start telling the truth about the crimes of Carlos de Oliveira, Walt Nauda, and Donald Trump. You know, friends, God bless the Sixth Amendment's guarantee of a right to counsel. And not just a right to any old counsel, a right to zealous, conflict-free counsel. Trump world is falling apart. It's disintegrating. And we are moving toward accountability and justice. And yes, justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.